ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What would you say if I told you there's a book that can teach you how to win The Bachelor? What would you say if I told you producers caught multiple finalists reading that book in this season that's currently airing? What would you say if I told you the producers don't want anyone to know that their show has been compromised? How do we know all this? We wrote that book. I'm Lizzie Pace. And I'm Chad Colchin. We're the authors of How to Win the Bachelor and the hosts of the Game of Roses podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where we break down all the biggest plays, errors, and MVPs in the game of reality television. Listen to Game of Roses wherever you get your podcasts and go to howtowinthebachelor.com to get our book. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hi, it's Dave here, and I'm with my wife, Kathy. Hello. And you're listening to The Cinemile. It's the podcast where we used to walk home from the movies. And now we're sitting on our sofa watching Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, so Disney Plus arrived, and it's. Uh, we thought we'd give it a spin, mm-hmm. and we thought we'd watch something from it. Uh, we did get a few recommendations. Uh, uh, lockdown Saturday. So luckily, we've got Lady and the Tramp. Hello, Oscar. Say Hello. Mm. No, okay. Oscar's here. We're going to watch Lady and the Tramp. He's never seen the original, so he has nothing to compare it to. But Dave, yeah. what do you think of the original? I don't. I don't have much affiliation with it. Same. I mean, I know there's the thing with the the pastor. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. You know, everyone's got their movies when they were kids. This wasn't one of mine. I mean, it was before our time because, according to the synopsis here in Disney Plus, it was in 1955. Yeah, but um, before your time doesn't mean you didn't see it. I grew up. It's coming on soon. It's coming on in a minute. You just have we to ha- listen to us talk first. We have Oscar. to talk. We have to talk about the movie before we watch it, Oscar. This is normal <laughs> etiquette. Turn it on now. Okay, we'll oh, turn okay. it on now. All okay. right. Well, well yeah. why don't we just turn it on now <laughs> and, and we'll talk about it afterwards? Oh, this everyone. is torture. We're just making him watch this. Put it on now. Okay. What do you say if you want something? Peace. Good, Good boy. boy. Okay. Okay. So we're we're going to watch the movie. Now. <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, in an hour and 51 minutes time that oh seems like a long time for God, a lady in the tramp live lady, remake that's a lot of tramping okay, okay, okay you've been it. very patient yeah. thank <laughs> okay, you okay right, we're gonna watch the movie now bye when the baby moves in the dog moves out help me get this thing off <laughs> I'm sorry this is not awkward at all <laughs> This way. It's totally safe. I'm not going to do that. You're crazy. You don't know the half of it. (laughs) Wow. What is this place? There's a great big world out there. With no fence around it. Come on, lady! Every day could be an adventure. Hi, uh, we watched uh, The Lady and the Tramp and we've decided to go out for a walk. We're walking! We're outside! For anyone who's not in England and doesn't know, in England you can go out the once UK. a day. Uh, the UK. You can go out for a walk once a day. We are taking this walk to get some sunshine and push a buggy. It's really nice. God, yeah. I love being outside. There ha- there aren't, and there weren't any um, 
specific restrictions being placed around the amount of podcasting you could do per day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so so we're provided you're that. on the one walk out of the house, that walk can be five hours long. Yeah. <laughs> and involves pure podcasting. No, I don't. It won't so. be, guys. We're not going to talk about this movie for five hours. <laughs> Oscar didn't come with us because... Um, well, he wasn't really interested in the movie. He wasn't. Uh, Do you know what? If you've got young, like a young kid, now he's two and a half. He, I think within 10 minutes, was really bored. We ended up having to pause it and like finish it later because he was like, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to watch this. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> he wanted something else. About the third time he said that, we were like, oh, this is just lousy. Which is interesting because Paw Patrol is clearly his favourite show. However, that is geared that's aimed. towards his yeah. audience so I, my sister after we turned this movie off my sister put on the original Lady and the Tramp for him that, and, and he, he loved, watched all of that yeah he loved the he? cartoon so um, it's just because it's live action and it's quite dark looking it just it doesn't capture young kids like what kids like looking at I think like so, toddlers well uh, before we get to our thoughts on, on Lady and the Tramp then because um, I think I would recommend it for Probably a slightly older kid. I think an older kid would be a bit oh, more engaged. For sure. So yeah. if, if if your kid can follow the plot of this, yeah, I think it'll keep them a bit captivated. But but it's long, like it's it's too long. It, it, certainly, the visuals aren't particularly interesting for a two-year-old. Yeah. Um, why don't we talk a little bit about Disney Plus as a service, considering yeah. it's new? Like uh, the rest and a lot of, the of people world. will have downloaded it, like we did. Like the rest of UK and Europe. Well, some of Europe, but UK and Ireland only got it like this week. And, uh, yeah, we whereas like, in, in uh, the States, you've all had it since November, yeah. I think, so we're way behind. We were so excited to get it. Um, and it's really smooth interface, like it looks really good. And it basically, here anyway, is focused on five key areas, which is Star Wars, Pixar, Disney movies... What are the other two? Marvel and National Marvel Geographic. And, National Geographic. and it's, the, it's the same exact interface and mostly, uh, all, I think it's almost exactly the same content as the US. But so. I was disappointed because what I, I thought that it was going to have ABC stuff, as in like, for example, Grey's Anatomy or whatever. Lost. Yeah, so I, it's, it, it's different from, I still think it's a brilliant service, but 100% it's just really cartoony and kiddie stuff. It's not grown up stuff yeah I, I, hadn't re- I mean look Marvel aside and Star Wars but you know well, they're Marvel family is things kid family stuff yeah. I, I hadn't really thought about it or considered uh, that as the as the sort of selling point of this but yeah it is it's, it is a family friendly they have a wealth of content from 20th Century Fox etc uh, which will not feature on this if it's um, unsuitable for anyone over 12 I believe that they actually have a rule of thumb it's like PG-13 in the States 12 here or whatever but Which is a bit of a shame because it's a family. You can make app. family profiles, so as the grown-ups, we should, you know, we should be able to access. Yeah, i.e. Netflix, which you can do. Yeah, but uh, but look, uh, that's how they've positioned it. It's and and look, it's called Disney Plus. Yeah. It's not called um, something a brand new thing because they also own Hulu. Don't forget, so they are putting their adult stuff on Hulu. Yeah. So and who, we think who it's knows really what good. their strategy is. Price-wise, what was it for the year? Like 50 quid? Well, we got an offer. It's uh, Here in the UK, it's 59.99 for a year or 5.99 a month, or f- I think, or 4.99. Like, that's brilliant to get access um, to every Disney movie, every Pixar movie, all the Star Wars, all the Marvel. Like, it's a really good offer. Like, yeah, I definitely it, recommend it. It I is. Just, it's, if, if you don't have kids and you're not that into family content, don't get it. Um, what what concerns me about it though is the pipeline of stuff because 
I know kids can watch stuff over and over again, but there's not a lot that interests me of the original content personally. Mandalorian. The We're Mandalorian. Do a, we'll do a bit of that over on our Patreon. Yeah, TV we'll watch review. a bit of that. Um, but uh, nothing in the pipeline really interests me. Even the Marvel stuff, and I love all that stuff. I'm not really interested in watching a. It's. I think it's partially because Wanda Marvel Vision. stuff. Marvel stuff was already done to death by Netflix. Netflix did loads of Marvel stuff. And there was loads of Marvel stuff on other channels that we watched, like The Runaways. Like, Marvel stuff's been around for ages, so it's not really a new proposition. Like, The Mandalorian's yeah. maybe a little bit more interesting. None of the Marvel TV shows have really interested me. Yeah. Anyway. anyway um, but the, Dave's really enjoying watching The Simpsons, which is all there. That, oh yeah, worth it for the price alone is to have, like, every good episode of The Simpsons available to watch in whatever order you want. Because I know as much as you say it's available on TV all the time, it's never the one you want to watch. And 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 at this stage, there's far more bad Simpsons exactly. than there is good Simpsons. So the ratio is not good. And they never had like um, the Simpsons was never on demand in the UK. It was only ever live. Um, they had always withheld it. So you've never had access to on-demand Simpsons in the UK before. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm enjoying that. Um, but enough of a Disney Plus review. Right, Lady. Um, I'm excited they released Lady and the Tramp on the platform as something new for us to talk about. But we unanimously agreed watching it, me, Dave, and my sister, Elizabeth. Uh, it feels like a made-for-TV movie. It, it doesn't feel like it was ever meant for no, a cinematic It's not cinematic. Release. But that said, it's not. It's it's actually quite a good-looking movie. And oh, it's, it's lovely it's looking. quite high production yeah. value. But it's... It, 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 there's nothing it doesn't really feel like an event even the way like The Lion King for all, for all its faults the remake and we weren't huge fans of it but that was an event do you know what I mean like it was it was big and epic and it looked incredible it looked like a, a wildlife documentary come to life and we talked a lot about like Disney's Disney's adapting classics into new live action stuff in our Lion King review so we won't bang on too much about it but like our main issue with The Lion King was that it was just odd because the Lion King only has animals in it, no humans. So they were, you know, it was kind of being talked about as being live action, but it wasn't. It was just CGI animals, which looked incredible. But this is actually live action because it's predominantly humans yeah. with a couple of dogs. So this is actually more interesting in a way. And because this movie's so old from the 50s and it, it just isn't as well known probably to younger audiences, this feels like, yeah you can retell the story now yeah. and that's acceptable whereas The Lion King they, there was no point in them redoing it um, and this one has some like, genuine points of, this has points of difference like we could kind of remember the original and then we watched a bit of it after we finished this movie um, yes, uh, yeah I agree I agree with you like as this a, feels different as a remake this feels more necessary uh, than necessary the Lion is a strong word but or it Aladdin, feels more or any of those if it's quite different so one of the really not, interesting things not, um, not necessary maybe um, acceptable yeah and one of the really <laughs> totally interesting things acceptable. is that they've done something really different which is that they've which they're going to be doing with The Little Mermaid as well but they've actually not stuck to the like original races that the characters in the cartoon were yeah and I, and I like this yeah, I like that, that they, cool. so it's blind casting so the, the main uh, couple in fact um, Jim Deere and Darling isn't that how the dog yeah. refers to them I, I like that you know, and really in the cartoon you see mainly their feet but in this they're like adults you see them yeah. with their faces so, th- so they're an interracial couple which I thought was a really interesting uh, choice particularly when it's set in uh, 1909 so I, so I like when it would have been illegal I think to be in an inter- interracial I believe couple. so um, so 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 that's cool that is cool I, I think that is interesting to, to um to just ignore for Disney the as a family thing presenting these things to children being like you forget the cartoon forget um, historical accuracy let's just portray um, 
a sort of a quaint world uh, that's that's kind of just charming it's inclusive. and inclusive. So I'm I'm uh, totally for that because it would be like I just think it would be odd now to make and I mean it happens all the time, but it's odd to make a movie for a family platform where you've got like an entirely white cast, which is what this would have been if you'd just taken the cartoon as it was. Yeah. Um, and then we need to get into the the creature design. The dogs are brilliant. Like they're so convincing as dogs for the when most they're talking. Part, for the most part, there's a few there's a few moments where I'm like, "Ooh, uh, the uncanny valley kicks in," yeah. uh, and you're like, "This this dog is just a bit weird." But yeah, I mean, the, the technology these days is so sophisticated that for 99% of this movie, I was just like, "Oh yeah, talking dogs." Great. And like, lady, <laughs> I'm with you. Lady was really cute and I think really well done. Yes. She was really good. And, uh, and she was voiced by... Tramp. Who she voiced by again? Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. And uh, Justin Theroux was um, Tramp. Yeah, like random the voice tramp. casting. Um, and me and my little sister were both slightly disappointed because we thought uh, the Tramp was going to be hotter. What are you talking about? <laughs> All you talking about through the whole movie was how sexy he was. <laughs> no, Which, you he know was how sexier we- in the original. Do you know how weird it is? <laughs> Like, look, Dave, you're the only man I've been around for a long time, and I need some guy candy. You were so we were like, obsessed. the tramp isn't sexy like Justin Theroux. I think he's actually quite attractive, like in real life. I, no, but I, his voice added nothing to it. What are you talking about? You were drooling like a dog over this dog. You were literally. As the movie went on, we said he got sexier purely because we were so bored. <laughs> it's the way you're saying that the, the graph of sexiness was more related to your boredom than the uh, level of attractiveness. The longer for this you're isolated and the longer this too long movie goes on you start fancying the tramp okay what about lady what do you think of her no listen I'm actually okay I'm okay with being uh, attracted to animated characters and have been in the past but but uh, but not not animated animals I think you've crossed some sort of line Dave we've all crossed a line lately <laughs> uh, anyway Tramp in the original is hotter than Tramp in this remake okay well I'm glad I'm glad we answered that question <laughs> that no one was asking um, but the other thing about this is it's way longer than the original and oh, I know yeah. we always say this but it was it was so tediously long because we were really enjoying it right like we were genuinely really enjoying this and I think it's lovely but at one point we paused it and went oh my god there's an hour left yeah there's like the original is uh, an hour and 20 roughly and this one's an hour and 50 which doesn't actually seem like a lot but if you're sitting there watching a story that's really just like the meat added to these bones (laughs) um, uh, and and it's just it just didn't need it it didn't warrant it and I didn't um, and, and I felt I think we felt the bo- boredom at parts. I mean Oscar literally told us to turn it off that's how boring he yeah. found it so as, as charming and this sounds like we're um, crapping on the movie I, actu- I actually do like it yeah. I think it's I think it is um, well put together it's charming I um, liked the I actually b- b- bought into the core relationship with these two dogs I was shipping them oh um, god yeah and I really their liked date, the couple their whole date was kind of like charming the yeah. date sequence warranted being not as long as it was the date sequence was lovely and when they had the spaghetti of course we were like cheering and screaming and oh stuff. my god let's talk about that scene for a moment though because firstly um, they cast F. Murray Abraham um as the owner of the, the restaurant Who's that? Academy Award winning actor <laughs> for who was best supporting actor for Amadeus <laughs> uh, years ago is now, is now like the live action version of the I mean, Italian restaurant owner from Lady in the Tramp <laughs> but it was lovely I was like that scene being brought to life um, 
was fun. It was really just gorgeous and cute and um and we were laughing because <laughs> the key, <laughs> Like we were properly into the, it, the romance. The, 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 he comes out he, the owner of the Italian restaurant comes out and sees his staff member with the dogs and he's like, What are you doing? We're so busy in the Oh It's oh, you, Trump. Oh it's you the dogs. sexy old thing. What are you? you doing? Get me get me the special. <laughs> and then they like and then so not only do they take prioritize these two dogs to feed them, but they then set they, them a table. They, they then set them a table and then say and now, and now for the PS de Resistance, and they start playing the accordion for them <laughs> while their while their actual customers are waiting to be served. But frankly, it feels like unspeakable cruelty when we can't buy a bag of pasta to save our lives, like, and they're like no. just sucking on some spaghetti. Oscar was going spaghetti, I want spaghetti, and we we're like, oh, honey, those spaghetti days are long gone for you, <laughs> <laughs> or days of going out for dinner. <laughs> yeah, even like, although that is how you would have to uh, eat dinner, eat out these days is it in an alley outside next to a restaurant social distancing social distancing because dogs can't catch or give coronavirus so they can be as close as they want God, to each other right. um, they, they will inherit this earth they will. <laughs> uh, but no honestly I do really recommend this like I, I really liked it um, for sure and look there's not much to spoil but there's one thing that greatly troubled me and my little sister uh, and Are you, do you want to go to spoiler street on this I want to go to spoiler street okay, on this because right. I actually think it's quite a big there's a big change from the original that I want to discuss um, alright then yeah. go for it spoilers now for the lady the lady lady, lady, lady and, the and the tramp 2020 the lady and tramp uh, so right the most excited um, we were like what we were waiting for most was the very end when they have the puppies and lady all the girl puppies look like lady and all the boys puppies look like tramp right, which As makes no would. sense um, That's why all our sons look exactly like me. <laughs> and if we ever have a daughter, it's you. Yeah, of yeah. course. Um, so, at the end of this movie, Lady and the Tramp don't get together. No puppies. It's the worst rom-com I've ever seen. Like, it was basically you, you like... You promised they were, us puppies, Disney. They were basically like siblings. Like, um, Jim Deere and whatever her name is were like, Oh, look, it's our kids, Lady and the Tramp. And I was like, that's weird. They're kind of like brothers and sisters. Oh, well, can't wait for them to have the babies. Nothing. It just ended. Like we were, we were literally like gobsmacked with disappointment, weren't we? And then we immediately went and put on. That's why we put on I the mean, old go, one. Gobsmacked with disappointment. <laughs> we immediately went on the old one to go. Wait, they did have kids, right? That wasn't like Lady in the Tram two. We're thinking of no, they had kids. I in do, Lady in I the do Tram. remember either you or or uh, or Elizabeth um, saying I was demanding. <laughs> you stood up off the couch and said, "I want my army of CG puppies." <laughs> Elizabeth <laughs> um, honestly devastating and like very like much watching so. a rom-com where they just don't get together at the end and they become siblings uh, which we actually we rewatched Clueless recently and it was the uh, the, op- the antithesis of that it's the opposite isn't it <laughs> they are siblings and uh, become so romantically frankly, involved so honestly I think it's complete BS I'm not cursing because there may be kids listening to this review yes um, and I still think after all is said BS and done means. one and one still makes one but really after all is said and done you should just watch the original like we say about all these Disney remakes don't we are you what's <laughs> happening to you I know we're all going a bit crazy right now but I'm really worried about you <laughs> I've been randomly listening to loads of Robert Miles this week <laughs> oh, that's, I don't know oh, that's why. what that is okay um Oh, it's starting to rain. Um, but yeah, basically, the only time I thought that of any of these remakes, the only time I ever thought that one could have surpassed the original was... Um, the Jungle Book. Jungle Book was amazing to look that at. That was a brilliant we didn't movie, really remember. live no, action the, one. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. 
brilliant live action remake oh no I prefer the the animated version personally. yeah and that's like if a matter of taste and but this no, one it is was too but it's just the original is so sweet of this that like for all that I really like certain elements of this like for sure I love what they did with the casting and I thought it looked fabulous and I thought they did a great job with the CGI I just think it's so weird at the end not to do the puppies and I don't know why anyone made that decision <laughs> get over the puppies <laughs> and Tramp is not hot enough in this remake <laughs> Justin Trudeau's voice wasn't as good whereas um, we had an amazing voice actor was it Sam Neill? Um, who was voicing the old dog? no Sam um, Elliot Sam Elliot yeah, 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 yeah that was like that's proper and Ashley Jensen the Scottish actress um, yeah. voiced the Scottish dog and like that was brilliant whereas I felt like both Tessa Thompson and Justin Theroux and I'm fans of them both I just don't think their voice acting was like amazing fair enough what do you think I gotta admit I was kind of so bored at parts of this movie in the (laughs) middle that I started extrapolating what the the theme of it could be right Um, and the best I could come up with was that it's like it's like a commentary on um, on living living inside or outside a society uh, so it could be seen as, you know, the laid, lady is literally somebody who would be considered uh, somebody of of class, and she she lives, you know, she's housebound. She well, lives. She's, she's chosen. She, yeah, she's chosen. It's a class uh, struggle. Yeah, and uh, but not only that, she's chosen to live in the warm blanket of society, I don't which think she's is chosen. essentially no. But she, well, she was born into it, yeah. but doesn't question it. And essentially, what the movies what Tramp is trying to tell her is that that's not living and that's slavery essentially she's a slave to these people and their whims and if those people could be considered they represent um, say our capitalist uh, infrastructure I think the kids are still hopefully the children are all still listening at this stage (laughs) and what Tramp represents is completely living off the grid and off the system and what he gets is Tramp's like the rebel without a cause and she's like the good girl next door but at the end of it but then what does that mean when Tramp embraces the sort of the, 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 the the blanket of of civilization well, says I'm ready from, now. Is it, is if he, you take it away from being about capitalism and class, the other thing it's about is about um, trust. And his trust was like irreparably broken by the family who cruelly abandoned him when they got a baby. Yeah, he talks about loyalty. Whereas she's saying, humans. My humans will never abandon me, they love me. And at the end, it's like love trumps all and they, they take Lady back and they take him back. And I think that's probably what the message is supposed to be is that if you like let yourself be loved and if you love, then. You know, you can have a nice life. But the, no, but, and marry but your Tramp, Tramp was letting him was letting himself be loved, but then he was abandoned. Yeah, but he had to learn to trust again. Okay, <laughs> I don't think any of that plot was in the original, and it felt very Toy <laughs> Story know. two to me. Didn't didn't you think so? I uh, don't Toy remember Story Toy 3. Story two, and I was half paying attention when we watched the, the whole original. plot of the abandoned toy becoming. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Begrudging. Uh, no, I think it makes sense. I mean, he was really cruelly abandoned in that alley. Um, but all absolute highlight is the montage of their date, particularly we're on the boat and all that. That was lovely. Yeah. But we should go because we haven't been outside this long for a while, and it feels weird. Yeah, yeah. back into the house. We need to go back in back and watch into some the Disney com- Plus. Comfort of quarantine. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Let us know uh, if you have Disney Plus and listen to, or watch this thing. Yeah. And uh, what else are you watching? What do you want us to cover? Uh, particularly new releases on Disney Plus because that's a very convenient or thing. Or just wherever. Just like tell us what you want us to watch we're desperate we don't have time uh, we're at the Cinemile on Twitter Facebook Instagram the Cinemile at gmail.com and thank you everyone for your continued lovely messages yeah. on Gmail and social media we've loved chatting to everyone we hope you're all doing okay 
uh, keeping safe having nice walks around the block like we are and um, yeah talk yeah. to you all soon look after yourselves look after yourselves bye okay bye this is the night it's a beautiful night and we call it Bellanote look at the skies they have stars This lovely Bellanorte Side by side with your loved one You'll find enchantment here The night will weave its magic spell When the one you love is near ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What would you say if I told you there's a book that can teach you how to win The Bachelor? What would you say if I told you producers caught multiple finalists reading that book in this season that's currently airing? What would you say if I told you the producers don't want anyone to know that their show has been compromised? How do we know all this? We wrote that book. I'm Lizzie Pace. And I'm Chad Colchin. We're the authors of How to Win the Bachelor and the hosts of the Game of Roses podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where we break down all the biggest plays, errors, and MVPs in the game of reality television. Listen to Game of Roses wherever you get your podcasts and go to howtowinthebachelor.com to get our book. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.